Homeless and Balanced Vibration to everyone. We thank you for tuning in to Esoteric Radio. Today is September 25th, Sunday. And it's just going to be quite an amazing show. We're already charged up here in the studio. I'm here with Mr. Spirit Matter and Luis Hole. And we're going to just bring a phenomenal message to you. I want you to know that you can also log into the website, which is www.resistance2010.com. And there is a widget located all the way at the bottom. That is your live stream widget. And you can use that to follow along with today's show. Also, we're going to be showing a couple images, so it will be somewhat visual. So if you want to take an opportunity to enjoy that, then you can. Also, uh, to go to that directly, it's www.livestream.com forward slash understanding. So, okay, today's show is the end of deception. Archons, Melchizedek, ETs, and clones lay bare. And this show, to me, is one of the most important things to bring forth to humanity right now because it gives the absolute explanation and solutions for what exactly we're experiencing right now in real time according to how our environment is. And I discussed very briefly even today how out of all of the religious movement, all of the religious movements, all of the cultures, all of the books, all of the, the, the clubs, the clans, all these, out of all these different paths, there only seems to be one that is applicable to what we're experiencing right now. And so I just want to say thank you to everyone for letting me have this opportunity to present this to you. And this is the story, or the beginning of the story of the Universal Mother, which goes on all the time all around us. And I want to say first that this knowledge that I'm giving now is not unknown. It's just extremely suppressed. But it will show itself as truth within our reality as a fractal, but also if you go into the deeper levels of study and meditation, you will find this to be true. So this message today is not just a conversation, but it's also about activities that you can that you can uh, participate in in order to connect you with something that's real, not just my voice coming over this this radio. I wanted to let everyone know that this message really needs to get to humanity. And after you finish this show today, I just want you to ask yourself, what can you do to push this message forward so that individuals get the quickening or get the awakening or all of this that they keep naming all these movies but yet not describing it? And in mentioning movies really quick, we did, of course, upload this morning The Universal Mother. It's our first demo film about how we want to express to people what's really going on in the reality. You can log onto the website in the top left corner and you'll actually see that video there. It just is something that you should enjoy and also pass along to others. And so that is the first level of what we can do. And of course, we also ask people to support if they can. So to get right into this, I wanted to start off by saying that the Archons, which we're going to speak of, are the Grays, the ETs, Jesus, all of these individuals are not your scapegoat, meaning that a scapegoat, meaning that you have to detach yourself from ideas of wanting to blame someone for what you're experiencing in life. If anything, you will be able to learn from these individuals because if they're so powerful and mighty, you will see their system replicated in several places, also within people's minds. So it's important for people to understand at this point right now that 
what we're going to start describing is an artificial culture. And many of us have been actually indoctrinated and, and, and incepted into those, into this archonic culture. So it becomes where we can't just point fingers at who did this and who's wrong, but actually get a mere reflection of what we're doing so that we know what to do next. We have to know where we should go from here in order to guide humanity in the proper direction instead of the destruction that it seems to want. And that's the main thing uh, with how people are expressing themselves these days with a lot of the information and a lot of what they're hearing. They're almost wanting to hear that the comet's going to hit the earth, wanting to hear that the economy is going to fail, wanting to hear these kind of things only for the simple fact is that the person is running out of current or currency money, and so all is gone according to what they think and feel. But that's not the truth. It's just artificial currency was going to have its end anyway. If anything artificial has its end. So we're actually looking at the end of the archons, the end of the Melchizedek, the end of the ETs, the end of the clones right now. And I'm going to explain to you how that works very vividly. So it's important for people to understand that I want to identify very briefly when I mention the Universal Mother so people don't start to get confused, but it's really only one of the titles that I can use right now that's somewhat safe zone. I mean to explain the Universal Mother different than God because it birthed God. Notice that God comes from the Hebrew word Yod, as we talked about, that Y is a J is a G is a I. So this Hebrew word, this, this word God is actually the Hebrew word Yod, which is just means flame. So this explains to us very, very clearly that God is not the end all, finish all to anything. He's just flame. While the universal mother has water, has, has many different elements and essences that are still yet to be explained. And so that becomes the difference. So you can see this is like a trump card right there. In addition to that, the universal mother birthed man and woman and their, their uh, higher level practice was gods and goddesses. So because the universal mother birthed both of them, once again, trump. So if anyone's trying to bring out their gods and bring out their deities and things like that, you simply bring out the universal mother. Actually, it's already out. The thing is where they're drawing their breath, the trees, all of this, the butterflies, what gives them life, that is the universal mother. And it doesn't need anyone to, to, to give it recognition for it to continue to do what it does, if you didn't notice. Because everyone else is giving recognition to these flame gods and these sons of fire, but the reality is the only one who's really doing something is the Universal Mother. Now, here's what's also interesting. You see this propaganda slipping out into the mainstream, telling everyone that this is a holographic planet. It's already been taken over by locust-type beings or insectoid, how-type Tron beings that are controlling the world through the red eye. So they want to tell people that as if that already happened. But remember, that's just a possible reality for what goes on in a dimension where you control the future. The reality becomes that what we have an opportunity to do is we have the opportunity to stop the incessant building on top of the real world. And let me explain that. When you're looking at the reality, this is why it's been so confusing for people to accept this holographic reality type of idea. And it becomes, it becomes because they're like, okay, well, what about this tree? And what about this bird? Is this too a hologram? And then people start to accept and believe that, but the reality is no, it's not. 
The only thing that's a hologram or fake or inanimate is all these structures and cars and things that don't carry life. And that's why they're the first to disappear when you go into your astral, your astral trip. So what happens is, is that I started to realize that they were talking about things, and this is, I'll just call the Archon. The Archon was talking about things that had not yet been built. It may have been an architect, but it did not have builders yet. So that was the most important part. A person can have a very vast dream, or a being can have a very vast dream, but if there's no one to assist in building that dream, then it actually loses power. So what it, and it can't accomplish it. So what it attempts to do is it attempts to make its dream your dream. And notice it's running right into the American dream. It's not what America really is. It's their new, it's their dream or their idea of what they want it to become, but it still needs to be breathed life. Something has to breathe life into it. So who do you think is responsible for breathing life through into it? It's actually us. Because we're containers for the universal energy, which works on anything. You can get us, they can get us to actually do and, and build their structures and, and, and their uh, their ideas into our physical reality. Now, here's what's important to understand about the Archons. The Archons, they have no focus. They're like ADD on steroids. So the problem with them becomes, because they have no focus, they, they're not concentrated matter, they're like shadows. And because of that, they are not really good at building anything, and they're not really good at a lot of stuff. So they attempted to allow the humans to do that because the humans have the capability of going with an idea and then pursuing it to a certain point where it comes to fruition. While Archon can't even hold physical a physical structure because of how radical its thoughts are. So this becomes very, very important to know because they say that the deepest level of understanding, as it says, it gave us its mind. Where it really resides in your mind is when you learn how to completely still your mind. Notice the word still means you take it back, and it also means you just become still. You don't, you don't let it think. And then it says what it, it, what it'll start to show you is how there's another voice that seems to not be a part of your ideas that start to speak. And then we'll, we'll definitely deal with in this conversation how to get rid of that voice. So first we have to identify a few things, and then once those things are identified, we can begin to pull them apart. So remember, the world is not artificial at all. What they're attempting to do is they're attempting to build these inorganic structures on top of the world. And those structures are buildings, stalk hall, skyscrapers, airports, build, uh, uh, houses, all these different things. And something after all of a sudden, if we didn't have these things, how are we supposed to live? The reality was is that how we were living was in such a symbiotic relationship with the, the, the actual all there is itself. This is the same state that you would see the baby in when it's actually on another planet, and it's completely tapped in, and everything is cool because it has a supply and everything coming to it, and in that state, this state is what I'm describing when the Earth, when, when your Earth, actually, completely rises to the level in which it should be, because remember, Earth is already on that level. It's just something that you needed to know about in order for you to be able to get there, because your thoughts, your ideas which are part of another being's dream, 
that is counterproductive, as I said. It's dead but dreamy. It's cathonic. Nighttime beings. So these blind nighttime beings and their ideas have infested the world also with the nighttime idea. And people are starting to really not adjust well to that because when we talk about the darkness of the mind, not the darkness of the physical day and night, but a person's mind being dark. After a while, if there's no light in there, if there's no sunlight, then most started to fall apart. It started falling apart when the major ones that were major in doing something for the Archon walked away. He says his black people are blue. But the reality was is that when you see these kind of people take, when you see what they're worshiping in the avatar, you'll notice they're worshiping, they're told to, that they're worshiping Awa. And so just look at the moon again, rewind it, and when you see the people worshiping the tree, they are giving them a name to call out to kind of resonate on a psychological level to hear, here's what you need to go back together. And that, that does the soulful person experience of the 1930s and through Welfare and Shankreet, which was the next level of the Nazi propaganda. The Nazi propaganda and the Nazi machine was not satisfied with just taking over the world. So it uh, pretended as if it lost the war, while what it was really doing was getting rid of the individuals that were going to be on their side anyway. And then they began to move into the interweaving of the United States, which was still really tribes then, and many other things going on with, with uh, packs from all around the world through shipping and stuff. So the Indians that were there and many of the different individuals that were there that are already now recorded to be there a long time ago were actually had a society and things going before these individuals entered the picture. Also, uh, I do want to take a brief moment here to let everyone know that you – let me check my line here. It's important to, uh, to have your questions ready because there's going to be a lot coming out in today's show and it's just really important that, uh, that everyone get their questions answered in regards to what they really need to know about. And I just was prompted just to say that because sometimes, you know, I go into a lot of places that talk about a lot of things and it's very entertaining, but it's very important for you also to realize what you need to do in your life right now because it's accessible to you. Your life is really accessible. Previously, I cannot say that many of us were living. That jumps me into my next uh, topic, just to kind of leave where I was at. My next topic is about the Kundalini, and this is why that the serpent force, as it was called, became demonized over a period of time, like the serpent's in the garden, he immediately gets thrown under the bus, and I definitely found my own throwing under the bus of reptiles and things of that nature, still never classifying their species to understand that there's reptiles 
that assistant serpents because serpents don't stand on their legs while geckos and lizards and things do. But that's just, you know, serpentology or reptiliology. It's something that uh, I'm sure people would not even want to look into if they weren't really wise about what's been going on here on this planet and their serpentine nature. But the fact of the matter is, is that when we talk about this energy, this energy begins to work where if the person is connected to their immediate mother, this becomes the universal mother, this becomes the planet, it's all one big family. If you're connected to your immediate mother, then you can begin to charge up because you have to have ground. The reality also was that the, medica the meditation could only take you so high. And then if you didn't have the proper grounding, which works like a springboard, you cannot get to the next level. It's really, really something that it requires you to be tapped into. It has, it, you have to show your heart. You have to have your heart weighed by the feather or whatever they call it. Because you know that whatever it is that you're doing, that you're being watched. That's what also people that have been in psychoactive experiences realize, how many things is actually watching them and how they've never really, when they thought they were sneaking and doing something, were ever getting away with it. Something was the, the air was watching. So the reality becomes, can you be open? Can you actually not look at what you've done in life as your fault and your affiliation with what we've now identified as a bad thing? And so you start to come down on yourself on a psychological level. Can you move beyond all of that? Like I say in the recording, can you know when you're being programmed and then learn how to remove yourself out of the program? This is what we're doing here on Esoteric radio is letting people become aware of what the program is and then giving them instructions to move out of the program. So let's get more into exactly what we're talking about with the Kundalini. What happens is, is that there are actual, I'm just giving them the word tentacles at this point because the way they move from the bottom of the legs and the way they come out of the hands, when we see energy, we think it travels off like vapor and then it goes away and dissipates. That's not exactly what happens. It goes out like a stream, almost similar to a spider or something of that nature, but it's actually a web of energy. And then when that goes out, it has the ability to connect into the same thing that the, tr the tree is connected to that's giving it power. Just think about it. It's like, this is really layman. How is the tree getting power? Like, what is it pulling power from to grow? If you were just looking at it just like scientific. The reality is, is that it's connected into something that's giving it power, and the more it can connect into that, the more it can grow and be strong. So this is simple. This means that the more that that energy that's coming out of the legs goes into the earth and begins to establish a relationship there, the more power it has. Now, the most, the most interesting part about how this works is, is that how you're treating the surface this goes deeper than whether you're throwing trash out of the window. How you're treating the surface is the end-all, finish-all to whether you can get tapped into Mother Earth. If you can't get tapped into Mother Earth, Mother Universe, then you cannot defeat the Archons. It's a very, very, very blunt statement, but the reality is, man, I've been around the world and I, yeah, I've seen a lot of things. I've seen a lot of religions. I've seen a lot of cultures. I definitely have my own share of paranormal experiences, but I tell you the truth, nothing is ever going to be fully charged until you get with the universal mother. It's just the truth. 
So however long it takes a person to accept that truth, it's just on them. Because the reality is, is that they don't become powered up enough to even see these things. Even though they are, they do have other signatures. Their signatures is all around the reality. We can show it to you in a code. We can show it to you in the symbols. We can show it to you in the language. We can show you in that way, but it still doesn't become vivid enough for most people for them to really believe it. Even if it's all in their words, their words are backwards, their brain has been turned around, they're using their right hand, they're off balance on the polarity, the, the universe is, or the, the, the earth is on a wobble, the, the energy ley line system has been cracked and broken according to this particular reality that we're in, the moon is something how being operated by some other type of extra-dimensional being that... So, you see, it could go on forever, but what can you really do about it until you tap into Kundalini? Until you tap into Mother, because what this actually becomes is all of what you're complaining about, you're actually doing, and that's why you're not tapped in. That's how it works. We're doing it on a small level or another, whether it's listening to certain music, and then exuding that music into the reality from our, from our aura or whether we're, we're, whatever we're doing, that is how we connect into it. And now I'm not saying you have to run around here and, 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 and just be uh, all pious about it. That's not what we're talking about. In fact, the people who get out here and really start running their mouth about this and allow it, they will be given more energy to actually do that because that is what time it is right now. What time it is, is time for a trumpet. This is the trumpet must blow. What do you think that is? That's when humans through their conscious intention, decide to throw a flag on how their reality is actually running and who is saying they run the reality. So when I bust an office, who's running things here? And they say, it's God. I said, tell God I need to talk to him. Because the reality is, is that if you don't talk to God or if you don't talk to who you're saying is supposed to be your, your creator, this is no different than you actually continuing to elect these presidents and these congressmen and things of that nature, but never really having a one-on-one -on -one relationship with them. It's the exact same thing. That's how the megastructure was built. Some people want to know the identification also of the archons. The identification of the archons is twofold. The first identification of them is very similar to an inorganic being that does not possess the same feelings in nature that we have because it did not it did not have a mother, basically. It was birthed before what we're calling earth nourishment, mammary glands, beauty, curves, all of that which even came into to play was the archons, which comes from the word archaic, which means first. There's many different words that mean arc, which just means first. So from this point, we have to understand that where we are, as I talk about in the video, is a lot further away from them in consciousness. So what happened was is that when individuals started to get involved with this identified archon, archon being, like they talk about Melchizedek. Melchizedek was not born. He, just, he was not begotten. He has no mother nor father. Okay, that's a clone. It's a Petri dish situation. And if someone is saying they're from the order of that, whether it's Jesus or whether it's Jumbo or whoever it is, they are representing that. The Mormons, the Meldikians, the Meldikian planet, all of these different things that have been really counterproductive for our reality because it's all flames. It's all fire they're worshiping in there. They even have the ark. They're traveling around with the ark. It's got a piece of whatever this being really is inside of it, and it carves obelisks by itself and puts weird images inside of them so that it can take them places, and then it becomes like a, fertil a, a twisted fertility component where the obelisk itself is just the penis but not the full body of man. So in this, the, what they call leofentalis, the, 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 uh, 
the penis of the lion, which actually connects more to how their archetype figure is a lion. A lion is a predator. The reality is, is that when you when you're you taking the the title of leading people and taking them into a higher level of consciousness, the wrong if you want to choose the wrong total animal, animal, then choose a lion. And the reason is because a lion cannot relate to everything. So when they say he's a lion from the tribe of Judah, so what is his opposite? A lamb. So once now, once again, we have these dual faith gods that people have been dealing with. The lion, the lamb, it gets mad, it gets it's happy, all of this, when still they're doing it all on the universal mother. All of this, when you see mankind's trouble, like they say, Buddha left the palace to figure out what was all the people's trouble. I'm telling you, right now, these beings have influenced humanity with their trauma-based artificial reality, and they, uh, they con people, it's like an exchange. Notice how they say the good government did exchange for technology. What did they give them? They gave them cows. Okay, this is symbolic. The only thing that the, the Greek, Grays, and ETs have been doing is rehashing the Archon story in mass media. What they're saying is, is that they made a deal and said basically, hey, give us Earth, and we'll give you, hey, a way off Earth. Now, first of all, why would you want to leave Earth? There's so much here, especially if you understand that in, you can't really go out, but you can go in. There's an internal universe. So they're fascinated with leaving. They're fascinated with all this technology. They've gone crazy. They're trying to open up gates. Something's not working. Then something shows up to them and says, hey, like they're talking about, this is what Crawley did in his seven-pointed star, which symbolizes the seven fields of the Archon. He went and brokered the negotiation with the Enochians, and they told him, notice Enochian is still from the line of Melchizedek, he, the Cohen, he brokered the deal with them, and they explained they were going to need to do all these different things to the reality in order to get it shaped the way that they needed to be shaped for these beings to come back into this dimension. So the story is really there already. It just continued because they had more initiates to continue to push forth this madness. And so when it made it to the United States with them worshiping the alien, gray, reptilian, etc., that's when it started to permeate into the reality through the cultures from the 60s and the psilocybin mushrooms, the LSD, etc., that was actually projecting the individuals that were getting high at Woodstock, listening to this music by Morrison, who was talking about he was the reptilian king, and all these other different actors and singers, Beatles, singing satanic music and then to people that are high. So what do you think is going to happen? And what do you think the result of those people who were infected by that are going to be? We're living in it. So now, it's time for the world to wake up. We can definitely do something about this, but it's not going to be by me sitting back here or behind this microphone in an efficiency with no support. Because that's how they like to keep us. The ones who know about this stuff, they like, don't mistake that this knowledge, that's in the beginning, this knowledge I'm giving is, is, is not unknown everywhere, it's extremely suppressed. It's still suppressed. There's only a few people on this line, but it's still enough to cause the catalyst that's necessary for us to be able to do something about this, which is simply bringing people into uniting with the universal mother. And that can actually happen when a, with the person in their, um, their interaction itself, meaning that they are responsible for that. No one can actually, they can explain it to you, they can do as much as they can for you, but you are still ultimately the one that's got to make the decision. You make that decision by helping people that have already made the decision so that you can actually continuously help others. And this is where the key comes in. Like, this is the key to it. And I actually have this down here as a note. 
And I'm going to read this note. The become, it's becoming a channel for energy. It does not work if you just send it to yourself. Okay, so I was on the bus, and I was thinking about this, and I think, of course, the major revelation is universal energy, and I was like, okay, so how do I tap in? I was in meditating on the bus, and it said, well, seven, it's kind of simple. Do you see that tree? Is, see, you see organic life? Anytime you see organic life is your link, because they're all still connected. So that becomes a thing. Now, here's another thing. It's not like the backwards version of the meditation. You're not just trying to charge yourself up with energy. What you're actually trying to do is, hold on, wait a minute. Here she comes. You see this old lady? She's very sick. What I want you to do is I just want you to pull some of that energy, which is infinite, out of that and put it there for me, please. It's just very simple. And that's what I did. And life continues. And, of course, the lady gets better. And then, as I sat there still in the meditation, after a certain period of time, I felt this other energy just wash over me. And it charged my system up. I could tell the gauges because I've definitely done enough taking a part of my own body to know what's working and what's not. I felt things power up to a certain level, and I immediately sent that back to the being that, I have pulled it from, like the tree or whatever. I sent it back and cycled it back. Like, here you go. We're just doing our thing. Because the reality is, is that you can't get out if you have a self-plot. That was, to me, the most important part of the post that I put up, is that I've discovered fully in its totality, from not only watching myself, but monitoring many others, that if you have any type of self-plot built in there, you can't get completely into out of it and into all there really is the fully activated world. You can get now. It's a it's a learning process. Don't think you have to go cold turkey because sometimes it's in a, in the mind, the mind doesn't even know it's doing it. You as you begin to do it less and less, meaning no self plot, you actually start to build more and more energy. And the reason why this is going to become very important for individuals is because this is all you got left. What people are really afraid of is whether their currency money supply is going to be cut off. We now have identified where the currency and the supply was really coming from. So, of course, we are not going to be the ones experiencing spiritual poverty anymore. We're not going to be the one experiencing the, the, the negative part of the world because we've accepted someone else's systems that they've become the master over. Because you can clearly see how it works. They build, they architect and build their mega structure. They build their Gothic buildings. They built Rome. They built all of what they needed to emulate the more powerful aeon. And this is what, this is what, uh, you really start to understand. I mentioned this on the last show, but that everything that mankind and woman have jumped forward and said, look what we've created, has only been a mimic or a replica or a clone and sometimes a bad one of what nature already had. And I believe also for those Bible thumpers in Proverbs, it already explains when they say Sophia or, is speaking for herself, she explains how, where she came and how she was before all of this. But it's just a womb. It's a regenerative principle. It's in, and, and, and I do apologize for that terminology. It's just a womb. But what I mean by that is, is that it, all of the extra stuff that we want to put into it, like she's this, and then, and then she's this, and she acts like this. No, 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 no. That's where you go wrong. It's everything. 
And if, if you can't handle that, it becomes just like you trying to know things about your mother or father that is not your business. That's what it becomes. When you can't handle it, like why is that? Why, why is it being mentioned like that? And remember, what we talked about is there's a difference between the knowledge of good and evil versus the wisdom of life. And the difference becomes that when you want the wisdom of life, now you've assigned yourself to a real course. Now you're ready to see it all as it really is. But when you are signed up for the good and evil course, then you're only going to see it how you want to see it. And that's the difference. So we're going to take a brief uh, uh, moment here. We're going to take a break. We're about, let me check the, the board here. We're about 54 minutes into the show. We have about 30 more minutes left. I'm going to recap on a couple things here, and then when I get back, we're going to talk more about the Universal Mother. We're going to go ahead and fully expose the Archons, the, 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 archons, the Melchizedek, the ETs, and the rest of their agenda, and how that agenda is going to come to an end. Everyone, we are now forward for the second half of the show. And, of course, today's show's title is The End of Deception, Archons, Melchizedek, and ETs, and Clones Laid Bare. If you're just tuning in, you can also catch us on live stream. Pablo, Mr. Spirit Matter, is uh, doing the video DJ, and that allows you to get some graphics to what we're actually explaining today because it's quite a bit to hold. Since we were actually... Actually, since we only have 20... Approximately 30 minutes up in the show. I really wanted, I see people, a few people here on the line, really want to encourage people to ask questions because that's really how most of this message comes out because you have to realize every day we're talking about this from the time we wake up to the time we go to sleep or we're into deeper meditations and connecting. So what happens is, is that so much is discussed that I oftentimes in getting on the radio feel like everyone already knows this. And so if they don't ask a question to engage, and of course there's always a synchronization with that, then it becomes very difficult for me to get the exact message to the person that needs to hear it, if it's something special that you need to know today. I would encourage people not to be shy. Uh, it makes no sense. This is your life we're talking about. So if you do have to, uh, if you do, or if you are ready to call in and you have a question, you can just press 1. Also, that telephone number is Area code 213, actually, I'm sorry, area code 347-996-5688, and you can call in, and then you can press 1, and then I can answer your question. So, I'm going to check really briefly here in the chat box. Okay, like everyone's uh, pretty loaded. Pablo, are there any questions in the chat box and resistance? Okay. So what we're going to definitely get right into then is we're going to get into this Kundalini because this is really how it works. So like I mentioned in the post, you have to work on the mind, the bodies, and the soul. And the reason why I mentioned it that way is because we, of course, know there's, there's different compartments to the mind. In fact, there's a brain in the brain, there's a brain in the heart, and there's a brain in the stomach. And each of these are working and, and using their intellect according to their organ. Now, notice that we probably only identified three of them, but there is at least seven. So what happens is, is that this becomes the first state of our trek towards clarity of, you know, who we are, where we're from, etc. And that becomes basically with us 
looking more deeper into our lives, understanding what it means and then accepting that. Like many people have names, many people have uh, different things that connect them to what we just are calling archonic behavior. But the reality becomes, just like I put in that video, the quote from John Lamb Lash, you can learn, we can learn about ourselves by learning from the archon. And I add to that through gnosis that it appears that the archons assimilate themselves into our reality because the fallen angel story is not necessarily dictated in the Nakamadi scripture. So it goes, basically when our Bible, our Bible has that in there, then it means that something that was able to be accomplished later was the mating between archons or gods and women. And I still have personally yet to see that being exactly. So I'm not even saying that that's something that happened. I believe that personally, human beings are very powerful. Sometimes if they're told, well, you're this, you are the Lord, blah, 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 the person, if they're suffering from ego problems, then, and they'll run with that God, and I'm going with that God. So this type of behavior is 100% the kind of behavior that has a reality stuck. And that's why, because it caused so many quarrels. Like, notice, like, I've even had a fair dosage of it, of course you can imagine, of how many people are very abrasive because of their religion when they're attempting to defend something that has no grounds to defend itself upon. That's what I was really looking for. When I was in the religion, I was looking for the God. And I found that God. And that's actually going to end up becoming a major part of my disclosure and a major part of explaining to people the real deal of what was going on and how I know so much, meaning that you can't really know all of what you know unless you're also being recruited to a degree or another because the information is coming right in front of you. Many people have been having this information coming right in front of them, but that is actually the first gate. The first gate is they begin to tempt one with their lifestyle and things like that. And it becomes non-appealing to the death. Like it, just isn't, it wasn't appealing to me because I actually lived it before I even started this. And I gave it away. So it was just like the same trick to be into me because I had already gone through many of the gates that most people are facing. Now, when I say gates, this is what I mean. Of course, many of the Tibetan teachings span this out further. Kathanada stands this out. Um, definitely the occult system that we're on by the number seven and the seven planets, et cetera, and the Shiva and the wisdom of the stars and the Sabaeans and Solomons and the temples. All of that is actually a part of one particular system. And I kind of lost my train of thought there because, you know, there's a lot coming across, but <laughs> that is a part of one particular system. And if a person takes that system as theirs, then they're along for a ride. That's all I can really say is that you're along for a ride of things that just like what you would see with the number seven is it's not balanced. And this becomes the ultimate lesson of, for everyone, I call it the precautionary tale of exactly how to navigate around the gate without getting too scarred up. Fortunately enough, I've definitely arrived at the point where I'm at the portal. I'm here with the Universal Mother. It's in me. It's always been. And that's why it becomes total revelation. Everything else is just kind of non-important to me at this point. And so thus people should start thinking about how important it is to them, all of this other stuff besides connecting with the Universal Mother right now. Because, like, I'm sure three or four years ago, I was definitely in more like a college of life. Each angle tempting me one way or another to see if I'm going to bend. And this happens for everyone. It's so funny because they always want to point the finger. 
That's why I talked about in the beginning. There's no scapegoat here. They always going to point, oh, it's, it's him. I knew it. But the reality becomes that it's us. There's nothing separate from us. When we come all back together again and everyone stops trying to act like they're not doing things that others can't see, this is the funny part, the same thing that a lot of people are talking against, they're those of us that have astral projections so that we can see what they're doing. They're doing exactly opposite to what they're saying that they're doing. But then because they don't have activated power, they assume everyone else doesn't have activated power, even though we talk so proficiently about activated power. So that's what I call the psychosis of the brain. You can even be experiencing something and not even know what you're experiencing. That's an archon. That's when it infiltrated the mind because the person can no longer feel what exactly they're doing. This is what we're here to remove from individuals is that negative aspect of them, which goes beyond negative. It's not even a functioning principle. As I said, the rehabilitation has been for those beings to cross them and to cross them again, basically to take their energy and to disperse it so expansively that it deludes itself into the life in which that it infests for that moment until it becomes immunized. I believe that that is actually taking place to a very large extent in our reality only because of who's in control. That's what I come to tell the world today. When I walked into the astral planes and I seen the beings there, I seen what the names do, it's there. Then to read all of these other books that just only describe it more and more about other people who've seen it, it becomes a logical explanation that there is another realm and some things are functioning over there. It's not just madness. And in fact there are many more realms. But that's why the Kundalini becomes important is because to transcend all of the fears that will come with when you when you um, think about traveling to large expanses is when you have some support. And this is the main thing. This is why everyone needs to support each other. Because what happens is when you have support, then you don't mind. Like, I've been in situations where it was just really crazy, and it was only the person next to me that I was continuing at times. And that's what we can do for each other in support it's like, okay, well, if he's here, then I'm not, I'm going to be here and I'm not going to run. See, the thing is, is that that's how we have to approach this. That's why they're saying in the deeper teaching, no matter how long humanity wants to ignore this thing, it still will have to be addressed. It's like, it's standing in between us and the universal mother and you can move it away today. There's no long, prolonged process. Okay, well, what do I need to do? Now, there are different stages of it, and that's what I wanted to mention really briefly about the bodies. The most interesting thing becomes is that you have to put intention into your mind, intention, intention into your minds, your bodies, your souls, to get them tuned up. Because now that they're there, now that you've birthed them, I just call them, they're something of like a shadow. They're, when we were acting out things and we were putting energy into it, they're that. And they can be trained to actually come back into perfection, but they have to learn from your your life. Now, this becomes the ultimate Dr. Baldwin Phoebe, whoever has to pick up that book. How do you ultimately work on the other side before you can even see it? Start convincing the shadows around you by your behavior what they need to do, and they are forced to follow you. 
But to believe that they're not there, those shadows of phantoms, is to just ignore them. And then that doesn't become a good thing either. And that's what we were talking about. I have some other recordings coming about coming out about how the dream world starts to become blurry when the dream person gets lost and how to bring the dream person back into where it's supposed to be, which is not something someone can determine. We want to just introduce steps of how to get to where you need to go, not turning you on to some beings or whatever. That's why we deal with the Universal Mother, because you can identify it everywhere. It moves through everything. It's what they're used when they spend money, they are buying Universal Mother. Like they're buying food, they're buying this, they're buying that. That's the real currency, not the one that you're using to get the stuff. And so that becomes the very strict symbolism on this dimension to understand where your energy resides. So, once again, there's a few people in the chat room and also on the switchboard. If you do have a question, you can press one now, or I can get more into this and uh, just keep spreading this uh, this joy and this news and this flavor because what's been happening is, is that I was watching the other day these guys jumping out of these planes way so high in the sky, and then I was watching some other people, and they were going really fast on uh, some type of bobsled thing. And I said, you know what's very strange? Why is it that only a certain part of the world is able to have that kind of smile on their face while we all could enjoy this, but we're not? And that's the deepest insight when you understand the solution to those problems, because what I saw I started to see how the, the Universal Mother was here and how they were building the inorganic structures on top of her and how after a while the inorganic structures, because no one, just no one can enter. Notice, anyone can enter nature for, for just per se. Like if you go somewhere, you can go to the beach, you're there. But when you build a house, no one can enter there. It's like not just anyone down the street, like, yo, I need to come in, let me sit on your couch. Oh, man, I'm tired today. Anyway, what's your name? It doesn't happen like that. So when someone builds a block, because that's what it basically is, or they even call the street, let's build a block. It's all my block, homie. So with all of that kind of behavior, that is exactly what is the self, that's the terminator. And I'm not going to sit back and let this planet get terminated, especially since I know all of this stuff. I also know that it still requires of me not to just know it. It requires for me to act it out. And that's why I'm definitely here on the radio with everyone today instead of out in the forest somewhere with my feet dug into the earth and just, you know, on a, on a, on a rock back and forth thing going on. But that is also necessary. And that's what we really want to develop for those that are listening also just to know that we really can do this. There's just been a few things preventing us from, from doing that, and we want to move that out of the way. That's why it's important for us to understand where our current really is coming from, and that becomes important. And I also uh, recognize many people that have contributed to the resistance and helped the resistance, and I know a lot of those people are listening right now, and I just want to say just a heartfelt thank you because it is 100%. It's not even like I'm playing around. It is 100% the reason why that we've been able to keep going. And that's very important to me because there's just so much there. Like if, if anyone had an opportunity to look at my email box again and to see the hundreds of thousands of people emails there and the responses in the real life situations that people have gone through and how they've worked through those situations and we've done it in this two years where everything has been crazy. And it's important because we report on this kind of stuff so you can imagine we filtered the reality for a certain kind of individual. And just interacting with those kind of individuals every day, people have to understand that I have to experience that. 
And so sometimes there's almost like a love-hate relationship going on with uh, at times with individuals, and they just have to realize that I'm, I'm here for you. I started this with the, the wholeness of my heart, my mind, my body, my soul, my intellect. I wanted to know what was going on in the reality. I was not going to be told no unless I just died. Because I, I have been in situations in life where I really wanted to die, but I just was not going to kill myself. So people can identify with that. But I also I also knew to say, well, you know, in in uh, in my intent, just take me because I don't want to deal in this world like this anymore, and I'm just going to keep praying until you do that. And then that a long time ago, four or five years ago, when I met. The, what, I'm, what I know is identified as one of the oversouls of this planet that really care about this planet and something to do for it. But I didn't know all the lessons I was going to have to go through. Like, I didn't even know I would ever, if, if I was ever known that I was going to have to do all of what I'm doing now, I probably would have never done it. So I'm going to go ahead and take this call. There's a caller on the switchboard. The area code is 973. The caller is 973. You may have to really care about this planet. You may have to go ahead and mute your uh, your uh, radio caller, yeah, but I'm going to let you back on the mic. Okay, I'm going to let that caller go ahead and mute their line, and then I'm going to take that uh, question here in about five minutes. We have 34 minutes still left in the show. We've been zooming through things. I kind of want to give the archons a couple more blows just so people... Uh, know about what's going on in their reality and how it's really working. Basically, it does really work heavily with the computers, and that's why they were showing a lot of that symbolism of the Nephilim. Or if you watch the the Transformers, there's the Archon story right there in its perfection. You just There's no good guys, though. Optimus Prime is not the good guy. So the reality becomes with this particular predator, and this predator, again, is birthed by... A mother, uh, uh, a baby with no mother. Just think about that. Because we know that those kind of scenarios actually run in the reality, but what they were lacking is the nourishment that we get and have gotten already. Remember, this is past tense. You've eaten the fruit, as they say, meaning you've eaten fruits. You've eaten the reality. You've started to take in the pleasure of the world. And they want to demonize that. That's what you should have never done. And then it becomes all iconoclast in there because the person is actually will be fighting against life if they choose not to continue in that direction. So that's why the symbolism, much of the symbolism that's used behind our common behavior is a sight. It's that present. And that seed or that tool is capable of cutting. And that cutting is something that they were talking about. I, I was looking at the etymology behind the word sorcerer. And it came from the word the word source C, which meant to, which meant to separate um, to separate over trial and error. And of course, the question would be to separate from what? And of course, we can get a uh, deeper inclination that is to separate from the planet. And we know that there's many different um, tribes and things that had already accomplished completely disconnecting themselves from the planet and traveling into other systems, and then. Now, the story continues because they love to leave it like that. They went to other systems, and they happily ever after. No, that's not what happened. What they did was they went, and they got to this 
area and they started to see these other beings. And this is where they, they have different names for them. Some call them the reptilians, some call them the archons, some call them different things, but few have been able to fully identify them because of being scared. But these men were fearless men. See, they pumped us out a little bit with the, with this culture because it doesn't allow us to address the real things. We fight over emails now rather than really going and taking it to them, not in a way where you have to use physical force, but getting yourself in there and speaking the first language that was ever gave to you, which is your breath. If you think about it, the breath is the first language you speak, so that's where your your connection comes in at. That's a jewel. That's knowledge. Connecting us again to um, to this. And, this, you know, it's just coming in so much. I'm going I'm to take a break for a moment again and go ahead and bring this caller in. Caller, um, think about it. The breath is the first thing that you speak. Okay, so, uh, so that's where your your connection comes in at. That's what you'll well, okay. now. Your opportunity to, uh, and then us again to, uh, uh, probably, uh, have to hear again. I'm going to take a break for a moment again and go ahead and bring this caller in. Caller, uh, think about it. The breath is the first thing that you Okay, so, uh, that's where your Okay, well, we're not going to be able to take that caller, unfortunately. So we have about is that really 30 minutes left? Yeah, we have about 30 more minutes left in the conversation. I'm going to read a couple notes here. Okay, so this question here is someone has a question, okay? It's uh, help me get, get rid of demons that haven't. Okay, that haunt and cultivate within my mind. Okay, great. Now we're talking. So, what the demon is, just like what's shown in the Universal Mother video, is it's a fantasy or a phantom. And how it lives is it lives basically off of our energy. And over time, it, just like this word is used, cultivate, it becomes cultivated. So it starts to get larger and larger, larger, and it's actually still wholly constructed in your energy, but it actually starts to take more and more. And these were the phantom things that I was talking about, all the shadows that I was talking about earlier in this conversation. These things are not as foreign to us as we may think, or we may want to think because of, of the nightmarish uh, things that they call. However, what we still will notice, and this is just within everyone's life, and they have to be honest to themselves, within their personal behavior and things that they're doing, there's something that's hanging around that's triggering these things. And the moment that you go into that state, then that's when they start to, to become active. Now, that becomes the first thing that's identifying them. The next thing is, is now, this was the use for fire. And this becomes very, very interesting because we now actually map out a use for the actual masculine principle. So now the ladies are like, wait a minute. But the, real, the reality is, is that with phantoms or shadows or things that are not used to light or fire, when they see it, they have no choice but to flee. But what remains is the purest part of them. So that's why fire is used as a principle to purify things. So how this fire works with us, because our where most of our us are at is in our state of in our state of consciousness is actually in the the root chakra. But I highly believe that the orientation between the, the root chakra and the moon is very close because the moon actually becomes a, refre- a, a reflector for all of the planets that are actually moving through our system. So it gets hacked through the moon first. 
So we can say moon root chakra, which corresponds to, I believe it's uh, Mars. So the reality is, is that when that fire in itself is kindled properly, meaning that the, the entities that can reside in that dimension, I call that dimension just HLL or HL, and I'll show how the dimension, uh, when they show the being how, they show it's red eye, because that red eye is a symbolism for, for hell. That the, uh, that the real name for the moon was Hillel, and that the word hallelujah was actually a tribute to Hillel, which you can actually find on etymology.com right now. So this means that when someone is chanting that over and over again, they're calling the moon. So it shows how the moon, again, is, is, is really involved. But when the person has that in their, uh, in their root chakra, and they, are, they don't know how to transmit that energy properly, then it becomes a problem. So I hate to leave things completely into supplements or other things that help with that, but the reality is, is that there's a lot of damage done to those areas. So it becomes like a crash. Chip. Now, MMS, this is what we were pointing out in the post. MMS goes through and wipes out many of these things that you're actually calling phantoms on an internal level. And then on an external level, what you have to do is you have to go in through your consciousness and wipe them out. So basically, they're surrounded. Then they have no choice but to surrender, like the Archons. They have no choice but to surrender right now. And they're going to make that choice, too. So the reality is is that when they're surrounded from all sides, that's when they give up. So it's the same thing in your body. When you reflect from the outside what you are, you are in the inside, you're perfected. That's what these mirror techniques are very important, too. I've been noticing that if you just stare in the mirror and you look at yourself, you send it, send, receive, send, receive, send, receive, send, receive, and it sinks, it sinks you up with the universal mother because you are the universal mother. We're attached to where our energy flow, etc. And this is what was really going on is the person who could not necessarily think about this, but feel this the most is the most advanced. And most of them are in and out of your reality all the time before you can take a blink. Just contributing energy and doing things and making chain reactions and things happening. They, they say they're always still busy. They, they want something to do. That's how they have a purpose. And that's why I also mentioned in the video that when you have an immortal purpose, then you have immortality. And so if you become a good instructor of organic things, then you will always, because organic or nature or mother universe has already cracked the code to immortality. It has already cracked the code to generation so and regeneration. So it's already done that. So the only place you need to learn that from to gain that is only one place. Now, if they set up the false currency and tell everyone, here's generation, notice they take the same symbols. And this is where the confusion starts to become because they, they stole all the symbols. They take the caudacious rod and the serpent. They take all these different symbols, the three times three, or the story of, the story of regeneration of the cycle, which is uh, life, death, and resurrection. They take this stuff and then they demonize it, which means they put their, their divided men onto working on it and changing what it really means and then starting to make it only partial to a certain people, chosen. The moment that it starts to do the chosen God thing, it's already over. Because at that point, whoever is not chosen is on the other side. Then the whole thing topples off balance and we all fall. They've been doing this for so long, humanity 
has a really, really unique opportunity right now to look at it for what it is because they can go and Google it. They can go and see all the videos and things of when they've been doing it and who's been involved, and they have me on the radio telling them, but they can not neglect to know that this type of gate, this type of gate of knowledge, only stays open for a certain period. Persons to go through and bring as many as possible, raise the whole vibration of the universe and take it on out of here. Not just sit around and be like, I wonder if this is, I don't know, I really don't like what, what happened, like what he said before. And then there's that whole situation. Look, it's not about me. I have no plot. This is about all of us. So I'm going to go ahead and take this call. It's the area code 202. Caller, you are on the air with uh, Esoteric Radio. Do you have a question? How can we help you? Thanks for calling in. Wholeness, thank you for taking my call. Um, my question this week, um, in meditations, right, how do I exercise, like, actual control? Like, just a better sense of control? Because my sight seems to be clearer than I thought it would be, right? Um, mm-hmm. And it's just, like, I picked. I went to the store, picked up a guided meditation CD. I, you know, trusted myself. And it feels good. So uh, I've done it a couple times, and I'm not really shocked by what I see. I know that some of the things I see I have to definitely approach and deal with. I did see one. I, I was able to see, like, it looked like a very clear depiction of the universe. And I was looking at it through definitely some kind of gate. But, and I wanted to go through it, but I couldn't move through it. Um so I was just, like, forced to just watch it for, 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 for a couple moments. And not that I want to rush anything, but I'm wondering, again, like, how to, like, what to just roll with it, like, like when to roll with it and when to kind of assert my consciousness. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and put your line back on mute and then answer that question. The it's per- excellent question exactly what to do when entering into the altered state of consciousness or a hyperdimensional field, etc. Now, this was uh, definitely something that I used to bungee jump into headlong. And to, after a few times, especially in the higher states of consciousness, I realized that there needed to be some type of more instruction. It wasn't even coming from the brain. In many cases, there were already instructors there. But the reality became, in order to enter into that space, like this is something that I've come to the full conclusion now. In order to enter into the highest spaces, the far, farthest reaches, I have some more recordings that I want to upload, especially in regards to the dream. But in order to expand completely beyond where you think your limitation is, you have to feel comfortable, for better lack of words. There has to be something backing you up, for better lack of words. You have to have roots. You have to have a story. You have to mean something. Because out there, it's either infinite cosmos energy, they say in the center of the universe, there's nothing but compounds of photons, et cetera, et cetera, just high amounts of energy. However, it becomes for us whether, uh, you know, how much energy do we really need for our task? And that's also why there has to be some type of intention. Because what generally happens is, is that if you notice the ocean and you notice how much power is moving through there, and then you can just do a simple calculation in your mind and ask yourself, how much of that unstoppable power do you need inside of you to charge up completely, you can understand you only need a little bit. Just a little bit. So then you can know from that point that it's always been there. 
It's just about when you are ready to handle it, and that's what it's about with the ground. Now, what is the ground? It's when no, a lot of people with no ground at all, and this happens for a lot of us, especially in the Western world, with no ground at all, going into a, a higher vibration, then what immediately happens is the person basically almost loses their mind. At least that's how it appears to everyone else. I mean, they're saying certain things, and, you know, not, they're weird now. They don't want stuff pointed certain ways. They're throwing stuff away that's good stuff, according to the other person. So there's all this going on, and that's no ground. Because the person that's grounded moves so slow, they don't cause a ripple in everyone else's environment just because they come to being awake. Because that's why the aeons, this is the term they're given, the aeons who are above the archons never cross what they call the hymen, which is an area in the universe where the higher beings know not to go across there because there is uh, organic life there. And their entry into it would definitely mean the end of organic life. It would be like a huge storm, for better lack of words. Of, of plasmic energy. So what, what, what happens is, is that they say that the unique thing that's going on with this planet that's more unique than anywhere else is that the actual oversoul is here on the planet when normally the oversoul would be over on the other side. So this planet is engaged fully in our experience. And here becomes another interesting thing. Because the planet is, is engaged in our experience, We have the opportunity to, because, it, I mean, it's, you know, it's happening. That's, that's just where we're at. We have an opportunity to connect with it, and then we actually learn all it takes experiences, too, and, and not in the time in which it normally takes that. See, you would gain the wisdom, as they call it, of a plant, an organic one, not droid. So... This becomes the most important thing for us here. So when, when that grounding takes place, meaning that the person now has something to hold them down, when that energy comes to blow you and you fly with it, you still know where you're from. You don't get all out there on Saturday and start hanging around with them and then forget you're from Earth and then start attacking Earth. You don't go to Mars and hang out with the werewolves and then all of a sudden you're coming back to Earth eating up lambs. You don't go to Venus and play around with the gods for a while and then bring back vampires into the Earth dimension. This is what people are doing because each of those spheres are the spheres of the archons. Now remember, it's just in the mind. So just like a person, how do I get rid of the demons that haunt me? They're there. They have to be approached. Then, what I mean by approach is they have to understand you're with the universal mother. Then things really cease from that point because the reality is that the universal mother is beyond my words. It's what you're breathing. It's there. It's just finally understanding who is the whole thing. It's what you've always been getting your nourishment from. So once that shifts in the mind where the person stops thinking it's me or it's God or it's Jesus or it's whoever they keep putting up in front, that it, that's when the connection begins to happen. Then you establish your ground. Then you get your, your, your vision for a better lack of words. Because everyone's in motion. Everyone has something to do. It's not idle time. It's the real experience of all you can really be and do in this universe. But there's so much here to still experience. And that's why we really are here to clean up this mess. There's enough, there's a lot of people in the world, but oh my goodness, that's such a good thing. When we all connect, do you know how much energy that is? So they're again saying half, half empty. I'm definitely saying half full. 
the moment this thing starts to really, the megastructure starts to pull on itself too much and it starts to crack like it is, oh man, people are running back into the end of the universe. That's why it becomes, that's why it becomes so easy for people to make decisions now to leave the United States and go and even take a vacation somewhere that they've never done because now they really are thinking, this is not as exactly as nice as I thought it was, but it can't be because here's the other thing, like I mentioned on the other conversation, we will not be running from this. We will clean up America. We will not let her down. Whatever the story is that actually happened here, I'm not concerned with it. All I'm concerned is re repairing it. Because I did throw a bottle out of the window one day. I did do damage to the environment with a spray can. I did do different things that perpetuated business, etc. I did those things. So I don't want to go out in the universe with my tab all high on a planet that was my mother and I just left her. Come on, man. This is what's really happening. So they, they were saying again that these aliens, they were trying to con us out of Earth, tell these people to go ahead and get in this ship, and then send a thousand ships out into space with all the humans on it, and then the humans would be up there talking about, so uh, where are we going? <laughs> and then they'd be like, well, I don't know, but we're about to run out of fuel. That's how much it's thought out, these people who are planning on leaving this planet. And this planet is lush and tropical just because they have most people seeing the, the walls and the solids and things, that's still not the way things are. And so this allows you to, to tap into what can fix that situation for you because it's another current. The other current that you're using, which means current one I'm using now, what you're doing now, the other current you are using is actually not powering you like Niagara, obviously. So this becomes the time for us to get connected with that. This is the real thing. Like no more games, no more hypothesis, no more conspiracy, no more none of that. And that's what, that's what we got all the way to this point about. And we trudged to this point. This was not easy. I've faced several defamations to my character. So if there's anything, do you have any other questions, brother? We still have 14 minutes left in the show. Hopefully that gives you a really oh. good idea about grounding. Sure. Uh, one more question. Um, I'm a drummer uh, as well as a painter and a chef, and, a, you know, I use my voice as well. But I was wondering about the drumming. Uh what do you know about drumming and how does it affect, you know, because I I, I know spirit and, and what it feels like through drumming from a young age. And I was just, I just wanted to throw that at you. Man, some serious vibrating action going on. Remember, we have mapped out that there is different levels of communication with the body, the feet being for dancing, and then the generative principle for the tantra, the hands for the sign language, and now you're bringing up the drumming. Basically, anything the hands can do to make sound is another form of communication, even clapping. Now, remember, everything's about communication. So communication doesn't just mean something to communicate to. It means how we're communicating. So when we get an opportunity to, to clap, to whistle, to do different things, those abilities can be perfected to actually communicate with I guess we can use this term a little bit, the perfected of that dimension now. The reason why I would use that term is because, of course, you can take a guitar and you can bring up some really negative beings. They're hard as rock. So the reality becomes, or you can play a certain note and it will just pierce through everything and make a person shoot straight up. That's the difference between how a person has the opportunity to utilize these signs and symbols and these, these, these musical instruments to project themselves into the reality. Because remember, 
that humans were never quiet. Like it was always a song and a dance and a big thing going on here all the time. It was like a party. Like every day, you never went to sleep. <laughs> it was like you were just in it all the time. Right. And that is what was interrupted. Now, here's the interesting thing. I want to really explain this because I'm glad you're getting into this because it's actually finalized a lot of story with the archons. But now, you can imagine if you develop a perfect garden, a perfect reality, and this is the being, not you develop. Let me get that correct. It's already developed. It was the being. So when you're like that, if everything is, is in harmony and everything like that, it's like a perfect dream. You cannot add components like protection. Do you see how that works? Like, if you add protection, then there's fear, then there's, you know, it tumbles from there. So the original... Also, didn't have fear, didn't have any of that. So when a foreign being, which it was actually still a product of how it was created, it was still created outside of it. Just like we're created inside of it, this being was created outside of it. So it shouldn't sound so foreign. Most people are like, man, this is crazy. You're telling me these stories about the archons of other beings? It's just as crazy as you being here. So there's another one on the other side that was born, and it doesn't have a mother because it wasn't nourished inside of the womb. So imagine its attitude. And then when this one was developed to the very greatest planet, they were sitting back plotting, pissed off. They say it was a tribe of ham. That's how they try to make it depicted. And then all of a sudden the boar attacked. And since then, it's been chaos. And because, again, when you have loving, caring, kind, generative, all-knowing, all-powerful beings, they don't have fear, they don't have protection, they don't have much of any of that. Because that's where they're saying is the weird anomaly where we're at. This is a good thing. Because even the entry of the archons into our reality is so foreign. Because most realities run without the entry of archons. Because if you were a master, master, universal, mother, father, mater, pater, creator, would you not make something that when you made it, it never messed up from there, and then it's just infinite energy? So, of course, you would never add a component like an archon. But what ended up happening with our planet, because it would be completely generative, but what happened on our planet is the other generative principle, the one that's been in the opposite direction, ended up entering into ours. Through consciousness over time. See what I mean? So that's why they were saying they gave us their mind. It's, that's as simple as it can be explained. And from that point, it's been us climbing a ladder. And I call it the ladder of life. Some have been falling down because we are facing demerge. We're facing Shaddai, the shadow. We're facing these kind of beings. And everything that mankind has thrown at them, they've just enveloped, like that thing on. Uh, uh, that one movie, Contact, or what other movie, every time they fired upon it, it just absorbed energy because all it was doing is absorbing all of the, the our aggression. Right. Right. But the reality became that while we were so engaged with this thing and continuing to give it more and more energy to grow, the place that we were, we were only looking for what we were standing on. That's how crazy it gets. This is going to be funny. Like, I tell you the truth. When this thing is over, and it will be, and there will be a new thing that is way more thinking, and that's not a New World Order concept, the reality is, is that when that happens, then some people are going to get a chance to look at their hologram and how they were behaving here. This will just be the recording of their real life here. And, man, they'd be like, yo, can y'all please leave the room? I don't want y'all to see what I'm about to do. Because that's what we were living in. That's what they're saying is so special about this planet because it's actually experiencing all that. It took so much of an interest in how we were developing it when it was already seeing it in its dream, it chose to plunge itself into the dream. 
So this is not the kind of reality that we think it is, that it's just all uncontrolled, etc. No, there's multiple layers of these that connect to higher levels of the same thing. So when people say, well, what will you be doing on the next level? The same thing I'm doing now, but to a higher degree. It's, that's how it works. So when you shift your consciousness into another direction and you start to grow and you start to become, you become connected, then you do that on all subsequent realms. So the, the, the disconnection is happening here. There's no other place. That's why I was saying the ethereal idea is just an idea. It is a phantom. It's waiting for us to give it life. But where we're actually living at is life. And that's why we wake up to this world every day. People are like, I don't know why I keep waking up here. Because you live here. This is your place. And if you understood how it really looked, even in your area of restoring your damage to put it back to where it really used to be, then it's, that's when this ends for you. That's what they were telling me. This, when this ends for you, Seven, as soon as you can get this message to everyone else, because that's when we're all, that's when everyone's on one accord. Then wow. we're all out of here. That's it. And then you guys get to go on one and they're already enjoying And that's why I put it at the end of the video. There's a lot of people that are already up there enjoying it. But boy, oh boy, you would have to know what that meant when you got there. And that's what life is about. It's about showing us our experience. Because this is, again, just what happened. Our experience with Jabulon. Our experience with Yaldabaoth and the Tetragrammaton and the, and the brute gods, the axe gods. Our experiences with the mind control, the alien, the gray. Our experience also with the mother still being there showing us this fight, even when we became those beings in our consciousness because of our ideas, we entertained it was still giving water and air. It didn't cut it off. Like, even right now, it's still doing it. That's how the power becomes infinite. Because when it, whenever you would think it ends, it still only begins for you. Because that's the transition. So this is, this is awesome stuff. So like I said, to, keep, to get in there, to not be worried about someone... Do you know, like I was talking about in the last show, the universal mother giving birth to so many different things, if they always say, if you're bad, there's someone better. If there's something that's plaguing you, hooking up with the universal mother means that they'll call in that guy to deal with it. They don't want none of him. But it's a real thing. That's what people have to understand. This is not, we're still back here speculating. We're in thought land. Many of us are yet to accept that this is actually happening. Still ashamed to admit maybe being involved or ashamed to even remove oneself from it when involved in religions, etc. So this is the madness that the world is actually going through and I'm here, the factions here, the resistance here, the Holiness Foundation is here. All the people that are here are here to do something about this. And the more that we can gain more support for that, then we build more esteem. But you see, this is, again, a prototype of just what we're able to do now with what we have. So imagine once we are able to get something uh, something substantial, because what it shows is a simple integer. It's almost like when they keep inventing these engines that don't run on anything. That's really almost similar to what the resistance is, because we can take... All of our negativity, all of our mire, all of our pain, all of our stories, all of our, what we know is going on, even though everyone's telling us it's not, and put that into a grinder and push out pure universal mother. Right there, ready to be enjoyed, no strings attached. Glide through the cosmos, beautiful one. That's where we're at now. And it's not a new age concept. It's none of that. It's way beyond that because we can take down the pantheon 
in front of everyone and then bring it back together. We've actually done all of our work to see that this is what it is because no one can see that until they've experienced this contrast according to how these dimensions are developed. That's why I was saying we have to see the external side of ourselves in order for us to be able to learn self-identification because self-identification becomes important when you enter the vast unknown but you're protected but remember you're you and attempting to become other things is where we got lost like everyone's now emulating certain things emulate what you are now we're all from the planet we're all here we're the big connection between each other you see so this is when i say be what you are i don't i don't mean that you're different from everyone and blah 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 there's a connection here whether you don't see it or not like the person that's next to us He's from Earth. <laughs> we share the same energy. No matter what you think, he's like a really close family member. So it's just the divided one, David. He's the one that has actually been sending the ideas to everyone across the land that they're not the same as each other. And that divides their energy and then they never connect with the universal mother. Because it can't happen because you'd be connecting with the being that's not divided. This is how it keeps rolling back into itself the knowledge. And that, if they're talking about the circuit eating itself, that's the real thing. Let the knowledge roll upon itself so that it forms the perfect stone, the, per the perfect will within your mind. And then that way your mind goes unhindered. All they keep doing is they're blocking and putting more hinders hindrances up with their right angles. Right angle after right angle, angel after angel. I looked at what I saw was in the highest belief systems, the last thing they have for you was the call to Delafon and the rest of the guys. So, so that they can do their rest of their work with you. But those are archons, and that's why they've been actually trying to hide this knowledge from religions, because religions are so heavily involved with the archons after their new upgrade. And we're kind of into another topic here, but that is the reality. we got one more call on the switchboard. Brother, I thank you for calling in. I want to take thank this you. call. About two more minutes left on the line. The call thank is from you. area code 804. Caller, you're on the line. Hello? Uh huh. Oh, thank you, man, for uh, answering my call. Greatly appreciate okay, it. Okay, no problem. Um, no problem. We got about two minutes and thirty seconds. I can definitely uh, get your question answered. My question is pertaining to the universal mother, and how can I tap into the power source? Because I, I honestly, I can see the information that you're giving out, and I can see it playing out into the reality. And my question is, how do I tap into the same? power source that you're getting where you're getting. I, I, would, I would definitely, when the call is over and the, the the recording is over, to just simply press rewind. There was a lot of stuff just sent through the portal to just give us exact information about what to do. Remember, the main connection becomes when you can actually cycle the energy between others that are in your environment and which you feel specially that are beneath you or get on your nerves. So you can actually send them something perfected that actually begins to morph their reality. And then in that gesture, there is the same gesture that happens to you because we're all mirrors. Like, this is crazy. Like, I can really break it down to people how this is a mirror world. But the, the funny part about it is with ego added, with, with ego added, when a person sees what's in the mirror, they often say, that's not me. And then they start to, again, build these shadow creatures of what they think they're not. It, it starts to roll upon itself. Like I said, I, I believe that if, if humanity had only taught this, just the connection with the universal mother, then of course the situation would not be occurring. But it is occurring because it's here to teach us a lesson. We have only about 60 seconds left to do the call, so I'm speeding this up a little bit. I just want everyone to know that we do have this solution. 
this is the second showing, even in related to this. So there's a lot still that has to come out. I don't think there's any pieces missing. It basically makes sense to just go out and to actually center yourself, ground yourself, like at that point. Start to read some of the information that's there about the story because there's a lot of what's, when, where's, why that are clouding our mind. And what that does for us is that actually calls like a stumbling block in our mind. There's questions we need to have answered, like why did that happen? And I can't see the mirror reflection. This is the most, the, going to be the most popular one. I cannot see how this outside world, my, my inside world is the same as this outside world. Okay, that is 100% this pure symbol that you're not synced up. When you're not thinking, okay. you cannot find any symbol of yourself in the outside world, but it doesn't mean that it's not there. It just means that you're confused and you can't read the signs and the symbols. So in order to be able to get to the level of being able to read the signs and the symbols, one has to be just completely honest with the self, with yourself. And that's what they were explaining, how the archon sets itself up in the mind. And it doesn't even allow you to go and kind of open up and break, break yourself into, uh, break out of that mode of what this chrysalis have uh, formed around the butterfly. Like, I believe that the chrysalis around the butterfly is completely foreign to the butterfly itself and is more of a cocoon that actually tries to surround the butterfly to inhibit its, its actual growth. This is something that I saw in the afterlife that was happening to many individuals, but I came to the conclusion that it works positive and negative. Some things make it out of the cocoon, and they're very strong because they break the cocoon, while some of them just end up getting enveloped by the cocoon. So this is something that I believe people could work on, again, with the first language. Breathe. Take your breath. Like, it'll respond. Look at some of the whole body breathing videos. You're in the Because remember, there's a part about your chi and kundalini. The Ayurvedic's already tapped into this. They already really revealed all the secrets about this stuff. A lot of the Ayurvedic stuff, the, the chula, the chula just fills the fire. And this is what we didn't finish with the other conversation, but it builds the fire and it purifies the fire that's already in your hurt, which is down in your lower area where your genitals is. So basically all the negative urges, now ur means fire. So all the negative urges actually start to be consumed in a purified fire. It's a different kind of fire. We're rolling fire in as all this one kind of thing, but it has category two. So as this fire starts to get purified with the proper elements in the system and meditation, then one has defeated the body. So now they have the mind. And then that will ultimately show the soul because the soul is just one. So it's obviously the reflection. It's just it. It's not like the mind. It's not like the bodies. We've already identified there's several minds and bodies. That work is already done. But there's only one soul. And so the soul is the universal mother, the planet, the air, the breeders, we can tap into that. It's almost like a simple reference point. Anything that's alive has it. So you never ride it. So you're like the superhero that as long as there's a leaf there on the ground, you don't got nothing to worry about. <laughs> it's like you have it there, that connection. So what we have to do is we have to back down industries or Indus Valley. We have to back them down off of their madden archon behavior in which they're trapped. We have to douse them with the same universal energy that perfects things. And then the ones that need to be dealt with, that we dealt with the way that they, how they get dealt with, but to do all of that, 
And this is why the information is a threat. I tell you, generation, this generation is supposed to do it. The previous ones are doing something else. So the reality is that to come and to fully clean this up becomes this connection that we need to have with the universal mother, with the energy and the company that's in the earth. This kind of power was still foreign to the Western world during our generation. That's the only thing that we can really talk about right now is that particular set of people that are now all the way to the limit of 65, I would say, all the way down to one. So the reality is those people that are alive within that age range, that's who I'm talking to because they're here on this radio and they're hearing this message so they can bear witness. They always say, yeah, I witnessed that. I see it too. I've been here for 30 years and it's still the same thing. What did they do wrong? This is it. And right. the real part is the end of it is a thing that was right there. We were standing on it. To establish that connection, start getting rid of our kind culture within the mind. That's why it's important to read the book so that you can identify where it is versus where you are. So we're actually over into today's show. I'm going to see if I can take another call here since uh, the line is actually still open. Actually, no, I think that's the, the same gentleman from earlier that, uh, okay, let's try to take that call. Okay, caller, you're uh, on area code uh, 202. You're all yes. online. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, well, I don't think I have anything else to say, but um, I'm not going to try to start to, you know, pitch anything. But I definitely appreciate uh, just the insight on the meditations itself because I don't think I would be at this point if I had not experienced you and what you do. So, again, my deepest appreciation. Man, that is definitely very heartfelt, brother. I do appreciate hearing that. There's just so many people out here that have definitely given me um, a real reason to just keep going and to keep figuring this out. And I'm so glad, actually, I wanted to mention this. I'm so glad I finally have the opportunity to, instead of basically people always looking for the next explanation to how they can get to the next level, that being here, the next level they're actually standing on it. It's just so weird how we think. But that next level is there, and so now all of what we've learned, we become, because we've dissected the code, it's not worthless. You know, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Is comfort necessary in all of our pursuits? Is comfort itself necessary? Comfort is definitely a state of mind. Some people know that there's no comfort on the workout bench, like, but there is when you get off the bench. You see what right. I mean? Like, some of us have already got very, uh, we're into the bitter. Not the bitter where you have to be with demons and getting yourself hungry and suspended. That's madness. But the bitter where you will take the bitter herb in order to gain the whole complete uh, essence of that herb, like the lesson of the tree. Like, I think people, again, the, the, all the, the knowledge is now here, and it's just about how fast we can get it into the reality, but it's always been there. So all they're going to see is just the reflection of what's in the reality. That's what becomes so beautiful about this whole thing. You can tell really fast if someone is bringing the truth or falsehood because you should be able to see what they're saying in the reality. If they're not, you got to be like, yo, man, you're with a divided one. I can't really handle him right now. We did like 25 years together. See, that's what people need to realize. It's like, I've already been on that. I've grown beyond that. I've been on the divided state of consciousness of, the, of, the, of Christ and then Jehovah and the Allah and the rest of the deities fighting. Now I'm ready to go into the real level, but this doesn't mean that I'm actually running out on earth in my mess. This means that I'm going to get the energy and the essence that's necessary to take care of things. 
And so basically all of what you start to see becomes your fuel. Like, especially the most negative stuff, because you're like, oh, man, they just got to stop. And you never, your energy is so strong at that moment to keep going on your mission. It's interesting. And so, like I said, this is where, this is the new thing to me, to me. But it's something that's been going on all the time to me. <laughs> this is how the crazy the mind has gotten. We don't identify with, with, uh, with how our energy is flowing. We give that identification to something else. And so that's the whole trickery. And that trickery is over. The illusion has been broken. No more Illuminati. So I'm going to definitely, uh, we're about, we're a little bit over. I'm going to let this show go ahead and end because it does have to get into the queue for people to go ahead and uh, to start listening to the live stream or else it doesn't load. I wanted to definitely, again, man, thanks for the compliments. Also, everyone that's called in to support the resistance, the people that are on the site. I mean, definitely the brothers here that have, have taken their time and, and been here to experience and to contribute their essence to the total connection, which is Luis and Pablo are with me now. And I just wanted to say that we're going to keep it coming. There's nothing that is going to end here. We don't really have an end, just transmutation. I want to say a holistic and balanced vibration to everyone, and thank you.